Welcome. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Happy Sunday morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us for Milwaukee's philanthropic community, where we highlight local people and organizations that are doing great things in our community and making a difference in the lives of others. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach at Ellen Becker Investment Group. Now, if you're a sports enthusiast, I think you're going to enjoy today's show. I had a lot of fun doing research on these organizations. Um, so, so let's dive right in. So what do names like Vince Lombardi, Bart Starr, Aaron Rodgers, and Mason Crosby have in common? If your answer is the Packers, you'd obviously be right. But let me give you some more names. How about J.J. Watt? Russell Wilson, Randall Cobb. Now you're probably thinking football, right? And you'd actually be right again. But let me continue. Pat Connaughton, Malcolm Brogdon, Anthony Rizzo, Sam Mayer. If your answer to the question of a common denominator would be sports, you'd be right again. We've got the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, and NASCAR all covered. In fact, all these professional athletes have aligned themselves with some charity, a campaign, a cause, or a foundation, and they wanted to work with an organization to help them do it in the most effective way possible. My first guest today is Shelley Seward, president of Capture Sports Marketing, an organization who helps professional athletes, coaches, and teams make an impact in their communities and around the globe through charitable efforts. Welcome to the show today, Shelley. Good morning. Thanks for having me. And thank you to Ellen Becker for having Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation and Capture Sports Marketing on. You're welcome. We're excited to learn all about this. This is really very interesting. So, so whether that's the Star Children's Fund or Russell Wilson's Why Not You Foundation or Randall Cobb's Organ Donation Campaign, the Milwaukee Bucks Foundation, Anthony Rizzo's No Borders Campaign, you've pretty much got the sports field covered, right? I mean, before we get into how you help with these charitable efforts, tell us first why you started Capture Sports Marketing. Sure, so just about nine years ago, um, I went into the entrepreneurial world with starting Capture Sports Marketing and my background was really in both nonprofit as well as sports marketing. And so for me, um, it was always about making an impact and, and how can we best make the impact and how can I best make an impact? Um, and so we took, I took the nonprofit experience um, as well as the sports experience um, to be able to combine the two and really be able to um, create something that others can utilize and we can help them truly um, make that impact in the world. So um, I went to school for psychology. Um, I went to school for business as well and marketing. And really, um, I always knew at some point that I wanted to go out on my own. And the biggest thing for me was to make an impact. And I'm assuming you're a sports enthusiast, right? <laughs> I did grow up with watching sports, playing sports, being a part of the sports world. Yes, I can remember many, many weeks that um, my parents were running, you know, myself and my two brothers, and then we'd go to my dad's softball game on top of it. And so always been involved in sports. Yeah, I can't imagine starting a, a company, uh, yeah, capture sports marketing with no sports background at all. So right. you. 
Um, yeah. Why did you feel that it's important to help athletes, coaches, and teams with their philanthropic efforts? Sure. You know, when I worked for a sports team, I had the opportunity um, to develop a, a charity jersey program. And within that charity jersey program, a different nonprofit was highlighted for each of the games and custom jerseys were designed for it. Um, one in particular um, was a game for the Mac Fund. And um, we got to bring in Aaron Rodgers, uh, which was his first appearance after uh, winning the Super Bowl. And being able to introduce him to a young boy named Jack, who um, the night before was in New York hospital, so radioactive that slept with a piece of metal between him and his mom, um, and see the joy that not only Aaron brought to Jack by being able to meet him, but quite honestly, the joy that Aaron had from meeting Jack. Um, I can remember being in the locker room where the introduction happened. And when it was time for, for Aaron to go do his press and go out on the field, um, he looked at me and said, I'd much rather stay in here and play with Jack. And so it was kind of at that point um, that I knew that not only these athletes were wanting to make an impact, but I, it turned out that they themselves were being impacted as well. And so that was really a, a pivotal moment for me um, in determining what my niche was going to be within Capture Sports Marketing. And interestingly enough, um, we actually had Sarah and Annie Bartos on our show uh, talking about Golden September. And Annie was very, um, she was able to articulate her excitement very well when she said she met uh, Aaron Rodgers and how exciting that was. And so to be a part of that, I imagine, was, was uh, very much fun. So, yeah, t tell us then how, what do you actually do to help them? What's the process? You know, what we found is a lot of times athletes, coaches, um, they want to do good. They just don't know how. They don't know how to go about doing it. Um, and so we really work with them to help them determine what their passion is, what their causes are going to be. Sometimes they know, sometimes they don't. Um, and then being able to put um, that foundation together, um, whether they're going to establish their own 501c3, whether they're going to lend their name to a nonprofit, um, and determining exactly how much time they have and how much time they want to give um, towards this. And then from there, it's developing, okay, how are you going to, how are you going to fundraise and, and what impact are you going to make? Um, how are you going to utilize those funds to, to bring the biggest impact to that community? And I would think that, uh, you know, these athletes are so busy, right? I mean, they don't have time to think about all this stuff and they probably don't even realize all that has to go into it. So if you have yeah. an organization that that's what they specialize in, how great to then partner with, with you uh, to make their, their dream come true in terms of uh, from a philanthropic standpoint. Um, I imagine that the work is, is very fulfilling for, for you and for everybody that's involved in it. Tell us about a time when your work really touched you personally and, and why. Um, I think, you know, obviously the, the, the Jack story um, and, and meeting that really was, but um, I go back to something of the simplistic thing of um, being able to um, go to a school um, with JJ Watt where the kids did not have uniforms. Um, they were not proud um, of, you know, of their school or of themselves playing other kids um, and seeing the excitement, um, not only obviously to meet JJ, but these kids put these uniforms on and the smiles on their face 
um, and the pride that they had um, and were showing was, was so evident. They didn't want to take the uniforms off, you know, and the coaches, the coaches had to you know, tell them, okay, you know, you'll get them back when we have games, but <laughs> up until, up until then, but you know what, from then forward, anytime they played, they had a JJ Watt foundation logo on the back of their Jersey. And so many other schools said, how did you get that? Or what do I need to do? Or, um, they felt that they were, that they were truly someone in that uniform. And how awesome for JJ Watt, you know, our own Pewaukee native, you know, to, to give back in some way and great for his family too. I'm sure, you know, it was kind of uh, far reaching in that, in that regard. Um, Capture sports marketing actually works with a lot of popular athletes, which is really very exciting. Uh, when we come back, Shelly's going to share some stories of some other athletes work and what their impact has been. So stay where you are and we'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jill Economo, and I'm talking with Shelly Stewart, president of Capture Sports Marketing. So you've worked with some really popular athletes, Bart Starr, the foundation, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, various Bucks players, as well as Brewers. We love to share success stories, especially when that success is wrapped around helping others. So tell us some more of uh, some of the impactful things that you've seen and experienced. Well, I think, you know, two that, that stand out to me that are both Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation related is um, one, Russell Wilson um, was just in, um, in March receiving the Award of Excellence. Um, and for those of you that don't know, he has a foundation um, that really supports childhood cancer, which tied obviously very well to the Star Children's Fund. And when he and his wife were in town to receive this award, um, we had a um, young man who had gone through a tumultuous um, experience dealing with his cancer. And he spoke, um, and he spoke wonderfully. And I don't know that there was a dry eye that was that was in the place. And following, um, you know, Russell receiving the award, he obviously acknowledged Pearson. Um, but as he and Sierra were leaving, um, mind you, the ballroom has 400 plus people in there. Russell went immediately up to Pearson um, at his table um, and spoke with him. And once Russell and Sierra had left um, and the evening was over, I went over by Pearson and his face said, <laughs> Russell Wilson gave me his phone number <laughs> and said that he was so inspired by what Pearson went through and how he handled himself and the message that he is now sharing with everybody else um, that he, that if there was any a time that Pearson needed something that he should reach out to Russell. Um, fast forward a couple of months um, and I get a text from Pearson saying there's a young boy who's I believe he's 10 um, in the Indianapolis area who has the same um, type of very rare cancer that I had um, and I want to pay it forward and I want to do something nice for him. So could you could you help with anything? And I said, absolutely, you know, we'll, 
he's a fan of the Pacers. We'll get Malcolm Brogdon to do a video. And a couple of days later, he texted me back and he goes, so I did it. I asked Russell Wilson if he would make a video for this kid and Russell did. <laughs> and yeah. It was amazing. Like just to be able to see that obviously Pearson really made an impact on Russell. Um, and I know the courage it took Pearson to make the ask of Russell, but Russell continued and responded and, um, and brought a smile to another kid's face. So that was a pretty remarkable evening that ended up, you know, months, months later, still making an impact. And you wonder if, I know there are many athletes out there that really understand, I don't want to say an obligation, but, um, you know, they, they, they understand what they should be doing in terms of giving back. You know, there are so many athletes that step out. Um, I did have a personal experience and I will not mention who, but uh, when I was at a local mall and my, my daughter was starstruck and went up to this particular athlete and wanted his signature or his autograph and uh, he just said, I don't want to be bothered when I'm out in public, you know, and it was, it was such a letdown. So to hear that there are these great athletes, you know, they, they understand that there's, um, again, I don't want to say an obligation, but, you know, kind of, I'm trying to think of a better word, you know, it's not an obligation, but they have maybe an opportunity is a better word. They have an opportunity to make a difference for somebody else. Uh, that could be struggling with something and how great a give back that is. Yeah. Hearing those stories is really, um, is really great. Well, I think another one that, um, and I know Trace will attest to this, but a few years back, Jim Kelly uh, received that same honor that Russell did this year um, called the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation's Award of Excellence. Um, and Jim was in town three days after um, he had announced that his cancer had returned for the third time. And, you know, as soon as we heard, um, we obviously reached out and said, you know, we would certainly understand um, if now is not a good time for him to come out um, to receive this award. And the response that what came back was, now more than ever, I need to be there. Uh. Um, and he came and shared his stories um, of his first two cancer um, treatments and what had, had gone on. Um, and I, I've seen and heard a lot of speeches in my lifetime with, with athletes. And I have to say it was one of my top three that I've ever heard um, because he not only um, was raw and honest with his emotions, but he shared why at that point more than ever, now is the time that we need to come together, raise funds for cancer, um, and help find different cures for it. So it was a remarkable evening um, that, that he really was able to um, still attend um, and still be, still be very honest. And make a big, big difference, right? I mean, it's a difference. I mean he, he went over and above. You know, and then that, that actually creates a motivation for somebody else to then go over and above and say, well, gosh, if he can do it feeling the way that he is and he can have an impact, why, you know, what can I do to have yeah. a similar kind of, of impact? Well, 
And I think, you know, we talked a little bit earlier that a lot of times the athletes want to do good. They just don't know how to go about doing it and, and what they do. Um, and we had, um, you know, right kind of when COVID was starting, we looked at, um, and we had a personal friend who, whose daughter, she had actually spoke at a Vince Lombardi event previously, but um, her daughter had relapsed from cancer. And knowing, knowing the family, I had reached out and said, you know, tell me one thing that, you know, that I can do that's going to bring a smile to her face. Um, and her mom said, um, you know, I said, tell me what team, I'll find somebody like, you know, we can do this. And she said, you know, she really loves the Brewers. Um, so I got in touch with Eric Sogard um, and said, will you, will you just create, you know, 15, 20 second, 30 second, whatever, a video, short video with your phone that I can send to her to raise her spirits. Um, and immediately he did it. And that's kind of, for us, it spawned our athletes doing good videos where children can be nominated that are going through a medical issue. Um, and we find either, you know, the athlete, their favorite athlete or an athlete from their team um, to be able to send them videos. And we've done so many um, this spring alone. And what has been remarkable is A, how quickly the guys are like, yep, we'll do it, no problem. Um, and B, the number of them that, not only created the video, but asked them to a game or asked them to training camp or asked them to come to batting practices. Um, we, had, we have one um, individual who made a video for um, a young boy with cancer who has since passed away. And we learned that he, when MLB has the weekend that um, they can choose whatever they're gonna wear on their jerseys, we learned that he's going to put this young boy's last name on his jersey for that game. Oh, how wonderful. Um, and send it to him. So it has been, um, so many of the athletes have, have followed up with us and said, how are they doing? What more can I do? Can I send them something? Can I do it? So it's, um, these, these kids' stories um, are really touching them. And it's something as easy as making a little video with your phone um, that they think is just going to be a quick thing. And now it's become a relationship with so many of them. Mm. Now, if somebody wants to check that out, they can go to your website and just go under athletes doing good, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. They can easily nominate somebody. And so, so all of this, these charities, these foundations, these causes are driven at least initially from the athletes and his or her interests. How can our listeners get involved in helping support your philanthropic efforts or perhaps a special cause that they have interest in? Yeah, I think, you know, as the athletes have causes that are important to them, each of us have, have causes that are important to us. So I think being able to um, donate, being able to learn more and find more or, or volunteer, there's lots of different opportunities depending upon what an individual is looking for. So the clients that we work with are all listed on our website that individuals can go in and learn more about each of them. Um, and again, you know, donate or volunteer um, with whatever one has an interest that, that is really important to them. Okay. Well, lots of, of uh, interesting things that you do. And I would encourage everybody to check out the website. You know, you work so hard at helping others to help others. So I'm curious, what would you say is your greatest need? The Capture Sports Marketing's greatest need? You know, I think for us, it's just being able to learn from companies what their passion point is, what causes are important to them, because a lot of what we do 
couldn't be done without the support of others. So whether it is cancer, whether it's, um, you know, youth athletics, whatever that might be, if it is something of interest to you, um, we have different opportunities that can, or campaigns that you can get involved with. Okay. Well, share with us, Shelly, contact information. How will people either uh, get a hold of sports marketing or, or call you or reach out or maybe just go to your Facebook page? Yeah. Um, our website is CaptureSportsMarketing.com. Uh, we also are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or you can call 262-696-5177. All right. Wonderful. Well, thank you for being here today, Shelly. We appreciate your uh, sharing your passion and all that you do in, this, in the world of sports. Well, thank you so much. Certainly appreciate it. Thank you. Bart Starr was the starting quarterback for the Packers in 1959, which was the first season Vince Lombardi coached. He played for the Packers for 15 years, so we can imagine that the two probably became quite close both on and off the field. Since 1971, Bart Starr and his wife, Cherry, were instrumental in helping to raise funds for the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation in honor of Vince Lombardi, of course. He and his wife later launched the Star Children's Fund so they could continue their legacy of work supporting pediatric cancer research. Cancer Sports Marketing actually works with both of these organizations. So stay tuned and in our next segment, we'll hear more about the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation and the great work that it's doing. We'll be right back after a commercial break. You're listening to EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's philanthropic community, brought to you by the Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo. So being a Packer fan my whole life and sitting around as a youngster watching Bart Starr play and, of course, hearing stories of the great Vince Lombardi, I'm excited to learn about the foundation that was started in his honor. My next guest is Trace Pendick, board president of the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation. Thank you for joining us today, Trace. Thank you very much, Joe, for having me. I appreciate it. And thank you for the, to the Allen Becker Investment Group for having us uh, be a part of this. Well, I'm excited to learn more about this. So we, we do know that the foundation was started in 1971. Uh, and that it was started to honor Vince Lombardi. Uh, but tell us, uh, tell us more of the why. Sure, be happy to. Uh, so uh, the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation was started in 1971, as you mentioned, um, not long after Vince had passed away through his success with coaching the Packers and, and bringing the championships uh, to the state of Wisconsin. You know, a group of, of civic-minded and cheerfully-minded individuals, really led by my grandfather, Dante Nick Sr. felt the need uh, to create the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation and the, our original event, the Golf Classic, uh, in his memory. At the time, this was a very novel concept, bringing together uh, celebrities from across the country in sports, politics, uh, entertainment, and bring them together in, uh, to play in a golf classic and try to raise a couple dollars in the, in the process. We've been doing this for 50 years, and uh, over the course of that time, uh, we've raised over $21 million, uh, all in Coach Lombardi's name, and, and we've had a little bit of fun in the, uh, in the process. Wow, congratulations. $21 million? Yeah, $21 million and wow. growing. Wow, that's wonderful. Well, tell us what, what is the mission of, I mean, I'm sure we can kind of guess, but, you know, tell us 
what that mission is for the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation. Yeah, our, our mission is really quite simple. Uh, in the same spirit of excellence that defined Coach Lombardi, our foundation raises funds uh, for leading edge research in cancer care. Um, our work helps patients, supports families, and builds cancer awareness. Our tagline really says it all, prevent, care, cure. Okay, so someone might think that it's just about research, which that is obviously a, a key piece, but it's also those other, those other components. So, okay, so I think we can all understand why Bart Starr was so passionate about the organization. Why are you? Yeah, so I'm passionate for a couple of reasons. Um, first, as I had mentioned, my family's connection back to this organization goes back to day one. I'm a third generation leader of the organization. I've personally chosen to dedicate my time, energy, and dollars for nearly 20 years. Second, I, like a lot of people listening to this right now, have been personally touched with cancer. My grandfather passed away from cancer uh, nearly 30 years ago, far too young. Uh, my mother is a two-time cancer survivor. And I've seen firsthand, you know, the progress that we continue to make in the fight against cancer. And, and uh, I also know that there's much, much more work that, uh, that needs to be done. We continue to raise funds because we continue to support research and advance treatment and provide the care needed to someday, you know, really, truly put an end to this horrible, horrible disease. Yes. And uh, when I did a show, I think it was probably uh, when I interviewed the Bartos uh, lady, uh, mom and daughter, Sarah and Annie, uh, when I said that it, it just seems like every time I turn around, I hear about somebody that I know or somebody close to me that is um, uh, dealing with cancer. And, and my mother is also a, a cancer survivor, um, stage four ovarian. And so when you hear these success stories, it's, it's wonderful. But we also know that there's uh, some that are not so successful. But with the, the work that you're doing, it's wonderful because uh, you're working together with other organizations to try and, and come up with a cure. And, and hopefully that will be the case one of these days. We sure hope so. I'm soon, right? Yeah. Um, tell us about a donation the foundation has made or a grant that it has funded that stands out to you as one that's made a significant impact. Yeah, so with 50 years of history and, and over $21 million in funds raised, you know, we've, we've funded so many opportunities, uh, you know, through research, treatment, patient care, um, that... Uh, you know, this past year, we funded four grants, all pediatric focus and most importantly, geographically diverse. You know, we have expanded our reach uh, outside of the confines of the state of Wisconsin. And, and so this year, we sent dollars to the state of Oregon, state of Alabama, and then also within uh, Wisconsin as, as well. In the past, you know, we've, we've funded a wide variety. I will tell you personally, I think, you know, one of the most um, impactful moments was seeing my mother receive care in a, uh, in a, in a treatment uh, and uh, cancer suite that was partially funded by our, our organization. This was something we had funded a number of years before, had no idea that uh, we would be there at this moment in time, but seeing her walk through that door, uh, that was a, uh, that was an aha moment that what we're doing is, is good. And, and uh, the money that we're raising is, is going to very, very, very good causes. Mm, I bet that was a very proud moment for you, knowing that you were instrumental in, in, in that. Um, how does the foundation determine where and who to give funds to? Yeah, so over the past number of years, we've dynamically transformed um, our grant process. Uh, and we now have a 
we have a, a medical advisory board that is made up of, of uh, researchers and physicians uh, from across the country. Um, we have a, a tremendously, tremendously talented board of directors for our foundation, but we are all business leaders and, and community-minded individuals. We are not doctors. We are not researchers. And we feel that this medical advisory board is something that is really, really unique to us, um, that we can allow grant applications to come in throughout the year. Uh, and then we streamline those and put those in front of our medical advisory board and allow them to dissect uh, the science, understand the technology and make uh, determinations in terms of, of which of these opportunities shows the most promise, will make the most impact and be the most uh, wise use of the dollars that we have raised uh, you know, throughout that year. Um, again, it's something that, that I think is unique to us uh, and we're incredibly, incredibly proud uh, that we have that process in place and, and are able to to make those gifts uh, after having taken them through that, that process. And again, uh, as you said before, $21 million so far and, and growing, that's, that's a significant impact. You know, kudos to you on that. That's wonderful. Uh, Aaron Rogers, I think we all know who he is. Um, he once said about his hero and mentor, Bart Starr, that even though he was the first quarterback to win five NFL championships, Bart Starr was the first to win the five championships, um, along with many other accolades. But Aaron Rodgers said it's what people said about the person that he was that mattered more to him than all these accolades he had received. So stay tuned and we'll hear more about this Wisconsin legend and his involvement in this great organization. We'll be back in a moment. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's philanthropic community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach, and I'm talking with Trace Hendick, Board President of the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation. So, Art Star was instrumental, as we know, in helping raise funds for the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation. Um, tell us more about his involvement in the organization and about their, uh, his and his wife, Cherry's uh, Star Children's Fund. Certainly. Bart Star is a legend, uh, not only in Wisconsin, but in life overall. Um, he's truly an amazing man. Over the years, I've been so fortunate to have spent time with him and to see firsthand you know, his commitment to the Packers, to our foundation, to his family, and importantly, to the fans. To see him interact with people was, it was amazing to watch. It was also beyond impressive to see how he carried himself and how lucky, you know, we as an organization were to have, you know, he and his wife's support from day one. It was truly the two of them together. Bart had the name, but the two of them, to listen to them talk, to hear them tell stories, they were two peas in a pod. And, and they had a very, very special, special relationship. And, and we were very, very blessed to, uh, to, to have been a part of that. You know, from day one, he and his wife, Cherry, have been so committed. They tirelessly served as honorary chairpersons for our first 44 years. And then in 2017, with the family's blessing, uh, we created the Star Children's Fund. And that is a designated fund uh, within our foundation that allows people to give to causes that are 
pediatric focus. The stars have, have always been very focused on pediatric causes and their relationship with us was a natural tie-in to be able to, to create this, uh, uh, this opportunity. When Barb passed away in, in early 2019, we as an organization felt that the, the, the proper tribute was that all of our funds raised for that year would go to pediatric causes. And so we just fun, uh, finished up our uh, grant process and uh, very pleased that uh, all four of the grants that were made uh, were pediatric focused and were definitely made uh, through the, uh, the Star Children's Fund. But what a legacy he left, right? You know, very, he very didn't have any um, personal touch with cancer, but his link was Vince Lombardi, obviously, and the relationship, and he understood how important it is. Awareness was, right? So I think awareness, building awareness, your organization focusing or having a big part uh, of your organization focusing on awareness and highlighting the importance of, of research is, is really key. It is. It is. At every event that we put on, you know, we either have a survivor that speaks, we have somebody that's receiving treatment that speaks, or we have a physician or researcher that, uh, that speaks and, and talks about the impact that the dollars that we are raising will make and have made and will continue to make uh, in the future in, in the fight. You know, everybody is affected and, and impacted by cancer. You know, in, in our early days in this organization, you know, we used to have people raise their hands and, and you know, say if they knew somebody that had cancer. And unfortunately, you know, today that's, that's a futile exercise. Um, everybody knows somebody that has uh, had cancer. And, and, you know, we want, we know every day that people hear those horrible, horrible words that you have cancer. And until those words go away, we want to do everything that we possibly can to help those patients. We want to make uh, funding of impactful research. Uh, we want to see cutting edge treatments. We want to provide for the most advanced patient care that we, uh, that we possibly can. Yeah. And isn't the statistic somewhere like 1.5 million people per year diagnosed? I mean, it's just... It's unbelievable, you know, so any organization that, again, is raising awareness, and if you haven't been personally impacted by it, uh, that's wonderful, uh, but I think it's probably not the norm nowadays, right? You guys have worked closely with the uh, Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation. Do you have any stories that you'd like to share also about about the impact? You know, for for me, um, having the honor of going down to Barton Cherry's um, home on numerous occasions to be able to um, help launch the Star Children's Fund was was certainly something I'll never forget and, and quite the honor. And I think just their their giving spirit. I know Trace said it that they were a really amazing, unique couple that that have made an impact on so many lives. And I think. I think back to, you know, when Jim Kelly, we talked a little bit about it, but when he was in town um, receiving the award, he mentioned that Bart wrote, handwrote letters to every starting quarterback of all 32 teams before each of the seasons. And Jim Kelly said he would go back uh, from training camp, go back, and the first thing he would do would, would be to search through his fan mail to find that letter from Bart and talked about how special that was and, you know, something that he really looked forward to. And so when, when Bart passed, we had talked with Cherry about continuing that tradition. And Cherry wrote a letter to all 32 quarterbacks, including some 
handwritten endearing notes to several of the, of the quarterbacks, um, promising Aaron Rodgers brownies when she saw him next, and you know, telling Tom Brady he, she would cheer for him unless he was playing the Packers. But um, we also then sent a helmet with each of Cherry's letters and asked each of the 32 quarterbacks if they would sign a helmet that then we could do an online auction. So we created a program called Helmets for Heroes. Um, and Cherry was so honored that all 32 quarterbacks last year signed helmets um, and were auctioned off with all of the proceeds going to the Star Children's Fund. Isn't that fantastic? Again, the the whole impetus for this show is about making an impact in this world, making a difference in the life of someone else. And what an example, you know, both your organizations uh, have done that very well. The individuals that you work with have done them, uh, have done that very well. Um, great examples of that whole idea of paying it forward and giving it back, giving back and doing something to make someone else's life better, right? Yeah. Um, Chris, what would you say is your call to action then for anybody that's listening today? Yeah, we would love for listeners to come visit our website at LombardiFoundation.org. Learn more about us. Learn about the events that we organize throughout the year, the work that we do, the research, the treatments, the care that we have funded. Learn all about that uh, and come support us. Come to an event, volunteer to be a part of uh, uh, of something. If you're able to, we would love to have you find a way to to give, to support the organization, and to allow us to grow and continue to make those impactful gifts uh, in the future. Great. And people can do this through your website, correct? They can make donations through the website? Very much so. Uh, LombardiFoundation.org. Okay. And is that the best way for people to reach the organization? Or is there a Facebook page or telephone number you want to throw out there? We have a Facebook page, uh, we have Instagram, we have Twitter, and but f uh, finding us on the web is probably the easiest and the most informative way to, to do it. Okay, and check your website for dates and times of events that are coming up. Okay. Definitely. Well, thank you, Trace, for joining us today, and thank you for all you and the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation do to help fund research for this disease, which is the leading, second leading cause of death in the United States today, and affects, as we said, about 1.5 million people each year. We appreciate your passion to educate us, to help others, and hopefully find a cure, right? Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Great, really, really appreciate it. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. I'd also like to thank Shelly Seward from the Capture Sports Marketing Organization um, for all the wonderful work that you do as well. If you'd like further information about what we talked about today, or you'd like to be considered as a guest on the show, you can email me at jill at ellenbecker.com, or you can call our office at 262-691-3200. Join us next Sunday morning at 10 to hear more stories of great people doing great things in our community, using their passion and their philanthropic efforts. Tune in either on AM 1130 on your radio or newstalk1130.com on your computer or via the iHeartRadio app. You can also visit our website at ellenbecker.com to listen to previously aired interviews, or you can now listen on demand at Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. Why don't you uh, set a goal of figuring out how you can use your passion and your talents to 
make a difference in the life of someone else. As always, find a way to be a blessing and give a blessing. Have a great day.